I believe I have consumed too much of the devil's lettuce in my life because <laughs> I have very few memories of when I was young, like very few memories of maybe before like 10, 11 or 12. Okay. Maybe, yeah. maybe if the therapist is listening, they're going to tell me I'm repressing things. I believe it's that I smoked too much in my past or something. I just something, sorry, mom and dad, if you are listening, but I, I really have very few memories. So we're not... So the boys are back, the boys are back, the boys are back. Firstly, let's start uh, the order of proceedings with a congratulatory message to these folk, uh, the new treble winners <laughs> in the land of Europe. So that's the, the Premier League, the FA Cup, and the long sought after Champions League, Rodri, you coats. Our treble is better than yours because we beat you along the way. United fans, I hope you're listening to this podcast. That was distinctly mentioned just for you. So mm -hmm. shout out to City. My congratulations. 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 I must say, I was actually more impressed by Inter in the final than I thought. I was. I thought they were gonna. It was gonna be a run over. Um, and they they actually did all right. Inter did all right. They did really well. Uh, some questionable. Let's call them shots on target because they didn't end up in goal. But uh, yeah, Lukaku has has other things going for him in life where where he's winning. Um, today's, <laughs> today's focus is um, on the topic of big wins and yeah, uh, I guess things that you didn't think you'd accomplish in your lifetime. It has brought us in a very roundabout way into consideration for bucket lists. Yes. Bucket lists are something that we always hear about. And um, generally, when someone's passed on, we also look at how to make the most of each day. And it led me to a question. So, Ty, I want to pose this one to you. Is mm -hmm. if you were to enter a library, right? And you picked out a book from the shelf, it had no cover, it had no title, it was a black uh, binded book. You open yep. it up into the first page. And you start reading through it, get straight into it about the beginning of the story. And as you read on and on and on, you notice that this story aligns exactly with your life. Yeah, yeah. And it is your life being told in a story. The first okay. question is, would you read it to the end? Okay, so good question. It's a great question, by the way. Um, I want to first premise this by saying I'm going to answer this question in the way like because you can get like super philosophical and be like, oh, but if I read it, will I be changing? Let's ignore all that. Okay, so let's we won't go down that road. We're talking pure like you read it. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, you go. Your story is okay. written. Whether you want to yeah. know about it. Yeah. And, and regardless of the by reading it, you're making it true or untrue. We'll leave that. We'll leave that alone. The second thing I want to say before I answer this question is I believe I have consumed too much of the devil's lettuce in my life because <laughs> I have very few memories of when I was young, like very few memories of maybe before like 10, 11 or 12. Okay. Maybe, yeah. maybe if the therapist is listening, they're going to tell me I'm repressing things. I believe it's that I smoked too much in my past or something. I just something, sorry, mom and dad, if you are listening, but I really have very few memories. So when I'm reading this story, I realize it's actually going to take me a 
a minute to 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 put together that it's my story you know like i, I think i'm gonna be like on chapter four or five before i even come to a realization i'm like oh this is starting to seem familiar okay but on a serious note would i read it i i'd like to say no i'd like to say i wouldn't because i'd like to say that once i come to the realization that it is my story I am at a point in my life right now where I've got a lot of things to look forward to. And I'm very, very excited for, for you know, my short to medium to long distance future. And even what I've been doing in the past three years, you know, at the risk of sounding a little bit narcissistic or flexing a bit, like I've had a really cool time since yeah. for a long time. And I don't want to remove that excitement from it. You know, I really don't want to take anything away from it. Like, like, would it have been as juicy to at the beginning of the season if you knew for sure City was going to win the treble? I don't know. Would it have nah, been not? Eh? not, you at know? All. not at so all. I think I would, I would like to say no. But on the other hand, we are human beings, so I can't say for sure. Oh, yeah, I definitely wouldn't. Um, so, But I'm going to go with no. How about you? I'd also go no. I'm, I'm very inquisitive, though, because I'd like to know what happens in the future. Yeah. I just like to know, man. I like to plan ahead, and I like to have things, like, sorted. So yeah. that's one aspect for me that I try to uh, steer clear of as hard as it would be. But I, I wouldn't finish the story. And that, that actually yeah. brings us to our next part of this. So obviously that means there are still so many experiences, so many memories, so many things that you yes. are yet to do that you haven't done or you haven't yes. seen. Yes. A bucket list. A bucket yes. list. Have you made one before? Have you considered a bucket list? Is there a 10 things I must do before I die somewhere um, in the Tyler archives? Not as such. Um, not mm -hmm. to, to such a degree. But yeah. um, like I haven't actually sat and written it out. But there's been things that have happened over the years where I've like sort of decided that that is something that, you know, that I want to do. So, for example, I'd like to go and watch all the big European leagues. Like I'd like to go watch a game in Italy, a game in Spain, a game in Germany, a game in France and a game in the UK. Yeah. Uh, that I know for sure is on my bucket list. You know, um, I want to eat um, pasta out of a um, piece of pecorino or, um, you know, when they make the pasta in so the cheese, wheel of cheese. cheese. Yeah, yeah. I want to, and not even that it's a cheesy pasta, but just out of that wheel made by like, I wanted to be made by like an old Italian lady. That's on a bucket list for me. <laughs> a nonna. Uh, yeah, you know, like by a nonna, specifically by a nonna. So that's definitely on a bucket list for me. Um, but I mean, let's, we can go talk back and forth mm, so we can see if okay. that's something that we'd want. Um, but also like the small things, like obviously going to see an Arsenal game live and, you know, all these kinds of things. I will yeah. also premise and say that there, that a lot of these things are we you know we are, I'm on the cusp of about I'm going on a on a big trip soon, uh -huh. so it's hard not to think about these things with, in the context <laughs> of like it's like within within no, no. arms arms reach you know, yeah. um, but they definitely are bucket list things. How about you? Do you have an actual physical archive or, or no what? physical one? Um, there was there was a few that came and went uh, throughout the years. So I'd always said, oh, I want to study slash work overseas. And okay. I'm currently doing that. It looks completely yeah. different to what I initially planned 
And I'm grateful for that. I initially thought that it was a pipe dream. So all the things that were on my list were like, ah, let's write it down, give myself some something to look forward to, even if it doesn't necessarily materialize. But yeah, so many of these things have materialized. I wanted to see uh, English football, English Premier League game live, managed to do that. Yeah. You have been. Went to go see a Champions League game live. Managed to do that. So, from a footballing point of view, I've managed to see uh, a lot, and I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'm so privileged in that regard. I still want to go and see a final, oh. uh, a Champions League final, that is, and go to okay. a World Cup that's outside of SA because yeah, yeah, both share how incredible the the 2010 one was. So yes, yeah, that's definitely uh, other things away from sport i want to open up a, a restaurant or a hey, sports bar okay i'll say sports bar you you could you're okay. the beauty you're really okay so let me say okay. for me i want to set up a sports bar really come what is this what does it look like what does the sports bar look like like what's your <sighs> what's your vision yeah damn it but i'll is say it, is but wait is it that unique that it can be bitten i haven't seen it done yet Okay, but so don't, right. don't give us your idea. Whoever's going to make it happen, <laughs> just give me credit. But essentially, I'd have... So we obviously know what private cinemas look like, right? We yeah. each have those uh, back kicker chairs, etc. But yes, for so you'd have that as a VIP room. You have like a, a private cinema section. Okay. But the general one would be almost like... You know how gamers have their screen set up that's almost a, a semicircle? Yes. I'd have that. With the actual seating, um, do it almost a tier, so tier down, almost okay. like a grandstand, coliseum. Yeah. Type. So okay. everyone has a seat and they have um, an armchair that they can sit. So no one's restricted in terms of viewing. Yeah. Okay. So everyone, imagine like a coliseum. And yes. you have the Dolby Atmos that I spoke about previously. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Are the sound coming from the, the game. Top. Yeah. So you yeah. are in. In the in the football game, okay. Then, I, I wouldn't give too many details on the um, the specifics of color layout. Yeah, yeah. Let's not go. But imagine a coliseum. Okay. Okay. But we're for football, so that's. Just wonder what the the socializing aspect because so, sports bars are always like social, you know, like that's what you. But you have an idea. You don't have to spoil it. So you, mine is, mine is more bistro styles that I want to do. So. Okay. Part of it's part of linked into this is that I'd uh, on the bucket list is to kind of start my own, I guess, business uh, to an extent. So, um, and this is how I see it materializing um, is that I just want, and it, this is an idea that's been done by so many people that it can't really be stolen. So, more bistro vibes, nice coffee. I like coffee. So, like, I'll be a coffee, I'll do like a barista's course, something simple, like just like sandwiches, salads, just something easygoing. Um, uh, since I started, when I was working at a place called the leopard, shout out to the leopard mm. in, in South Africa, if anyone is looking for good food, it's not a restaurant anymore. It's more like a takeaway kind of, uh, you know, like Woolworths ready meals. It's more like that now mm. it's lit though. It's really good. I recommend it to anyone. But ever since then I had like this idea that, oh, I want to do this. And when I said that to my previous boss, he's like, are you crazy? Haven't you been working here for the past five years? Don't you see how difficult this is? But yeah, so I have bistro vibes. Um, but and are you the like, chef there? Are you designing the menu or are you cooking as well? No, I'll, oh, like now we have insight because of the episode with Nato. Hey, I see you, I'm on the head chef. Um, <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I think I would be involved in it. Um, eventually, you want to kind of step back and let it run itself, of course. But yeah, I want to be hands-on. I want to be involved. But I also want to like, I remember again at the Leopard, like our boss, Nick, Nick and Andrea, they always wanted to only employ students. And that created a real cool atmosphere that I would want, you know, as well. So yeah. I wouldn't just want to be alone. Um, but it also links. Katya has an idea of what she wants. And I'm not going to spoil that for anyone. But the the two ideas kind of link together, which is quite cool. Um, hopefully we can work together as as husband and wife. Um, another bucket list thing, just one more career-based thing. Maybe you can give me a career-based one on your side is um, I want to get into um, sort of curriculum development um so as part of what i want is to become like admin at a school um i my current career trajectory has me doing relatively well and i've had some opportunities and some leadership roles and i'd like to continue that but i want to go one step further and i want to get involved in like whether it be school-wide curriculum um design and implementation or bigger if it's national um you know like to create like what what did we use in South Africa? It was the OBE, and then it became CAPS. Uh, in America, they use Common Core Standards. Um, so to create, design, and implement that, and then to teach teachers how to implement a curriculum, that's also kind of like a bucket list, a career bucket list thing. Do you have any career bucket oh, list nice. things that you that you see? Where I see myself going um, in goal. So next step for me would get. Uh, be in sports marketing. I think I've mentioned that previously. I'd like Sick. sports marketing. I'd love to be a part of the um, football side of things. So if you imagine like Nike campaigns, like the switch, all of that kind of. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Jogo Bonito. Project. Yes. So having uh, be a part of that creative process from inception to go live. I really okay. love that. And I'd love to get insight into it. Maybe this is just a passion project that I look into, but. When we look at kits every season, I want to know yes. who's part of the think tank that essentially gives a sign off on those. Okay. It's okay. That idea. All right. It's really interesting to see the collaboration, obviously, in the fashion world and uh, yes. football. It always yeah. needs every year, every season, there needs to be new designers. That's something I want to explore. In uh, goal, I want to be in a consultant role. I think I'd like to probably have potentially have my own business where we are yeah. essentially a think tank for a lot of businesses and then run their marketing uh, campaigns. So that's, I think that's quite cool because that's like you, you, you never get bored, right? You never do the same exactly. stuff. So it's always different projects. I know people that are kind of in the, not just marketing game necessarily, but like a lot of like in what are, even like Katia is interested in like consulting based work, you know, because yeah. it's more, Kind of excited. I also wouldn't mind like doing a consultant-based thing, like a, a case by case. You know, you come in, you you do something, like whether it be within the sector of education or something else. Um, exactly. But that's the awesome thing. Hey, like life, life is like it's such a cool thing. It takes you on so many paths, and you end up doing things that you never thought you would. You end up in spaces. Um, but then, let me ask you a question. Then, have you achieved anything? And if it's football, is the answer. But if if on your bucket list, right, is there anything that you kind of feel like, you know, you already said like um, working abroad wasn't maybe what you thought it would be, uh, but have you ever achieved anything or done something on your bucket list that you were like, there's a reason this is on my bucket list? I'm so grateful it was, and I'm so grateful that I worked so hard to achieve it. Like it blew your mind, like even more than you could have 
uh, anticipated? Ooh, great question. Um, first thing that comes to mind is marrying my best friend. I think as sentimental, as soft as that sounds, um, it's all, it's one of the things like, I think I'm in uh, a very privileged position that not everyone gets to see, um, their, what? Their family, um, What's, what's the, the good way to phrase this? Um, I've been privileged enough to see, have my family see me do a really important step in my life. Um, okay. I think the reason I, I detail it this way is because for, let's say matric dance as an example. Matric dance is the first big occasion in your personal life that's almost um, quite flashy, quite grand. Yes, it's made an event out of, and my grand, who was the last living grandparent, passed a year before that, and I was okay. like, "Yeah." Well, she's seen everyone else's, and I think we all get into these um, practices. It almost becomes part of our tradition when these events take place. So, for example, when it's matric dance, always go to someone's house. The partners. Um, then take photos, we have a bit of a light lunch canapé thing, and then yeah. you shoot off to the actual ceremony. So that happened for my brother, my cousins, etc. And when it was my time, I was like, oh, sad that she's not here. So yeah. the fact that I got my family to see me get married was a okay. massive thing. And then marrying um, my best friend, it just culminated into something really special. Again, not... Um, how I'd initially seen it, yeah, it it went over and above what I had ever dreamed. Um, the second part would be to complete a BSc. So nice. Um, yeah. As academic as I was in school, I wasn't really um, the best or most uh, comfortable with maths and science. Okay. Those were my subjects, and yeah, yeah, setting myself the target of completing a BSc that involved a lot of math, a lot, a lot of um, science and physics. Yeah, yeah. That was really a personal accomplishment for me too. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to Miss Hollenbo. Yeah. Hey, she, she had our back. Miss Hollenbo and Miss King, thank you so much for seeing me through physics because I was below and well below standard so all those extra lessons really went a long way for me so thank you thank you okay fresh that's quite cool i'd say for me just simply um i i I kind of um agree with you just like in terms of marriage like it's always something i've wanted to do and um it's really something that i know it sounds lame and lots of people say it you really can't explain it to anyone and you know it's Mm -hmm. like you think it's easy but it's not, it's a lot of hard work, you know, like it, it takes a lot, but it's really something that you can be proud of if you build it over time, you know, I, I more and more understand why it becomes difficult to like leave someone that you've been for, for such a long time. You know, if yeah. people ever see, look it from the outside, it's like, why wouldn't he just leave or she just leave? They're very unhappy. But when you realize like all the effort and stuff that you put into it, not that I'm even remotely thinking of anything like that, but I'm just <laughs> saying like, you know. It is really, really, I always wanted to get married and I'm really not disappointed by what it's been. Um, And then secondly, just um, I'd say living in Asia, man, has been like one of the coolest um, bucket list experiences for me. Um, 
yeah, it's turned out to be completely different COVID and everything, but yeah, like that's, I would say those are probably the two in a nutshell, but now what about two more questions that we're going to discuss quickly? Do you have a reverse bucket list? Anything that you're like, oh, hell no, I would never, ever do that. What first is one, first and foremost, climb Everest. Guys, guys, I know people <laughs> always try and encourage us and say, you can do anything you want in the world. That's the ultimate test of mental and physical uh, capacity for a human. You know, that's the ultimate sign that you have succeeded in life. You can climb even just beyond base of Everest. <laughs> ah, you can conquer the world. That's not something I want to do. I, I had this very... Um, what can I say? Um, interesting opinion of what winter is supposed to be like. It always seems so whimsical, like so much yeah. fun, snowfall. Oh, it's just like the movies. I, I'm not a fan of winter. I'm not a fan of snow after experiencing it firsthand. Because in essay we had sleet and I was like, oh, yeah. this is cool. Yeah. But once I got to experience actual snow consistently, no, that's not for me. And I don't think I have the, the physical capacity good thing you good thing you moved to the united kingdom mate like that, right? that was a good move like <laughs> let me move on my <laughs> everest number one number two um what's the swimming with sharks what is it um great white like shark caged oh yeah cage shark cage diving shark cage never doing that never doing that i've seen too many horror things on youtube with a shark enters through the the gap in the cage. Not about that life, man. Hold okay. on. <laughs> um, for me, it's more um like cave stuff. Like, mm. you know, people like go cave exploring and stuff like that. I'm like, nah, like I really, really don't, don't want to do stuff like that. Like, nah, like we went to, so we went to Vietnam and when we went there, we went to Ho Chi Minh and we went to the, the, the Chuchi tunnels. Right. And yeah. What they do is they take you everywhere and they like, they take you to these tunnels and they're like, oh yeah, like you should go down here and you can crawl in the tunnel for like 10 meters. It's not so bad. You're just on all fours. You crawl through and you pop out on the other side. I'm like, you can do that. I'm not doing that. Like, and more and more, I see like these things where people go like crawl through these small holes and they end up in these majestic, beautiful places and all these things. And I'm just like, no, like I really, that's one of the last things ever that i ever 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 really ever want to do um and i guess the other thing is like it's not like so much on the reverse bucket list but but i've done it but i don't want to do it again like it's like mm -hmm. party all night i know i sound like an old man but like i'm just like i'm done man like this it sounds like the least appealing thing for to me ever like oh let's go out the club opens at like 11 or 12, like in shoot the days we used to go to truth. I'm like 11 or 12. I've already read for an hour and I'm sleeping now. Okay. So like all nighters are no longer, no longer, uh, they would be on my, I guess, reverse bucket list. <laughs> and there's always that one friend where to, where's next? Guys, uh, yeah. It's six o'clock in the morning. Let's just go and, uh, home is next. It. Home is next. Exactly. Club duvet, DJ pillow playing. <laughs> there, there, man. And it leads us to our last question. So our last question that we have was, if you have 24 hours to live, how would you spend it? If you were to map out an itinerary, what would it look like? 
Okay. It's a lot to try and summarize. Uh, and it keep a very high level um, overview. Okay. Trying to think how I can pack it all into one day. Uh, I would have to wake up in... See, the, the problem is travel. Starts, 24 hours starts when you wake up, right? When you wake up. Okay. So the problem is the travel. That's that's the yeah. real uh, aspect to work around. So let me say... Mm, okay, let's take it. Fine. Let's take Italy. Wake up in Italy. Lisa yeah. and I go for a uh, tour at the Coliseum. We okay. then go to um, have a massive brunch at a uh, a vineyard that's okay. accompanied by a wine tour sampling all of the region's best wines. I then uh, go to a daytime rave for, okay. let's call it two hours. All At right. this rave, it's one hour of old school uh, disco and funk music, house music. The second hour is more of the uh, pop R&B so we have singers and we have DJs. Okay. So the likes of uh, Earth, Wind & Fire. I have Disclosure giving us a set. I'd have... That's a big name. I have Tom Mish playing as well on the nice. sing songwriter side of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I do that. And it'd be like... Yeah, as I said, split in half like that. Then in the evening, we would go have a gondola ride. Okay. Now, like sunset, uh-huh. golden hour time, wrap up the day watching a Champions League final at the San Siro. Sure. San Siro specifically. San Siro specifically. Okay, damn. Okay. So mine is completely different. Um, although I'm, now I'm listening to yours, I'm like, mine sounds pop. But anyway. <laughs> I would, I would say I'd probably want to be like in the bush somewhere, like just at like a, at a nice, um, you know, like those, you get those really nice kind of big houses that have like a lava outside, a nice, um, uh, deck, whatever. Um, and it would, it would really be quite a simple, the whole day would kind of just be the same thing, man. It would just like be, uh, a wake up in the morning, um, you know, you together with all my family, with all like my closest friends. Um, but in a way that because it's your last day, you want it to be like kind of smooth. So it's like not too big a group. You know what I'm saying? Like just the right, you know, like Goldilocks vibes, just the right amount of people. And then like throughout the day, just man, I'm all about food. So just a cheese platter with some cold meats and then later on, like a little bit of pasta and that would be it, man. That would be my day. I would literally just want to do that the whole day and just have a wholesome time with the family. With although yours does sound sick, so maybe I should sign up for yours. Um, but yeah, that would be. You know, I know that sounds lame. I was I was reading up all these different things in preparation for this, and then there were some people that were like, "Oh, go for a midnight picnic or do like a guided meditation to help you find like a sense of inner comfort and all that kind of stuff." And I'm I'm not scoffing at that, but like for me, I I wouldn't want to be 
uh, too busy. You know, sometimes I think like with birthdays, what I don't like about birthdays is that sometimes we get so excited and so hyped up and so amped up that you can, it's the same with New Year's. You'll never live up to what you think it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's ne- I'm not saying your your I'm not saying that about your bucket list your your final <laughs> day that actually sounds really mad but you know it, your birthday never lives up you know it always uh, New Year's is the worst it's the pinnacle oh. like of like it never ever lives up to what you Bottom think it will yeah 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 it's really the worst and that's why for New Year's much like my my final day I always revert back to the same thing for New Year's I'm like nice. let's stay at home let's make really nice food yeah. and Let's stay awake late, like until after 12. Let's not wake up with a hangover on the 1st of January. Although that's neither here nor there anymore because I don't drink anymore. But that's the whole thing now for me. So, yeah, that would be my my um, my my last 24 hours. And then nice. I wanted to, um, so we don't always have wholesome stories and sometimes we struggle to find them. So we're going to do a new little thing where we give just one small piece of advice uh, something that we read or something that stands with us that week. Um, and in closing, my piece of advice that I read uh, that I took to heart this week um, is to make decisions that your 80-year-old self and your 10-year-old self would be proud of. Oof. Oof. Drop the mic. That was and that's it for me. Man. That was beautiful. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say to top that? Except um, if this was your final 24 hours, I hope that you would be thoughtful enough to like, share, subscribe. <laughs> in our honor, in our memory, get the vibe going, keep the vibe going. Uh, this is the big vibe for a reason. It keeps getting bigger and bigger, and that's to yeah. all your ears, eyes. I really hope Nothing without people stay... I really hope people stay until this part of the episode where you and I find some way to drop in the... I really hope, I really hope that someone is still listening and they're like, wow, these guys always find the craziest way to, to drop wow. in. They do it so well. So yeah, keep vibing with us. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye.